We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday, and it's the very first day of May. And today I'm going to go back to my roots and do something that I used to do almost once a week when I was the senior justice writer for the New York Daily News. I'm going to unpack and explain some very disturbing audio that was just released from Dallas, Texas. Now, you may remember eight months ago when a white Dallas police officer named Amber Geiger shot and killed an unarmed, nonviolent black man in his own home. That man, Botham Jean, was a respected executive at PricewaterhouseCooper and was literally in his pajamas eating ice cream when he was shot and killed. Today, for the very first time, we have access to Amber Geiger's 911 call, and I want to let you hear it and analyze it with you, because I don't think it says or does what her defense attorneys are saying it says and does. Let's dig in together. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The system that we call the justice system in the United States of America was not actually created to provide justice for African-Americans. It was created actually to incarcerate and disenfranchise and penalize and dehumanize black folk. And I mean that literally. Thousands of laws were created with nothing but those goals in mind. Hundreds of thousands of police officers were hired with nothing but those goals in mind. Thousands of jails and prisons were designed, built, opened, and staffed with those goals in mind. And so anytime we get a case where we have a black person that was brutalized or killed and that black family seeks justice, They are forced to find out what I've seen hundreds of black families learn the hard way. And that's that this system was not built or designed to provide black folk with any type of justice. In fact, it was really built to smother black folk with injustice. Let me let me give you a metaphor for a moment to help you understand what I'm trying to say. Have you ever had a CD or DVD or video game? and you put it into the player or the gaming system upside down. I've done that. And it's a peculiar moment because the disc actually fits into the machine perfectly. It's the right shape. It's the right size. It's the right object. But once you put a disc into the machine upside down, either the player ejects the disc altogether or it tries to play the disc and fails. But no matter how many times you put the disc in upside down, it'll never, ever load and play properly. Now, if you flip it and load it, it'll play just fine. But if it's upside down, it's never going to work. And that's what we see in America's justice system. When, when, when four white police officers from the NYPD walked up to an unarmed, unsuspecting, nonviolent black man named Amadou Diallo, and then shot him. 
41 times on the doorstep of his home, later claiming that they thought his wallet was a gun, they all got off. But do you know what you'd call four black men that walked up to a white man on the doorstep of his home and killed him in a hail of 41 bullets? You'd call them incarcerated. They'd be sentenced to a life in prison in New York, and they would probably be executed in many other states because the roles were flipped. The roles were reversed. One way, and the story leads to certain justice. Flip it, and all of a sudden, the system doesn't work. Now, let's play that game another way. Imagine a young black man walked into the home of a white woman in the middle of the night. All right, this story is already messed up, right? Now, let's make it in Texas. The white woman is home alone, in her pajamas, eating ice cream, and watching television. And imagine a black man walks right into her home, points, aims, fires, and shoots her dead right there in her own home. Now, if that case went to trial, let's say it went to trial a hundred times. I can say with reasonable certainty that that black man who walked into the home of a white woman and shot and killed her while she was watching television and eating ice cream in her pajamas, if you tried that case a hundred times, that black man is going to be found guilty 100 out of 100 times. It doesn't even matter the city. He's going to prison and will probably receive the death penalty in Texas. But do you remember what I said earlier? The justice system wasn't designed to provide justice for black people. It was designed to incarcerate us. So let's flip the story. Instead of a black man walking into the home of a white woman in the middle of the night and killing her, let's flip the script. And this time, we don't have to imagine it because we're talking about real life. Let me break it down. Break, break it down. Less than nine months ago, on September 6, 2018, Botham Jean was in his Dallas home, just chilling, minding his own business, watching TV, eating ice cream in his pajamas after a hard day's work. He was a good brother. He had never been in trouble a day in his life. He was a deeply committed Christian, sang in the choir, and he was a popular executive at the accounting firm PricewaterhouseCooper. He was jovial, friendly, and upbeat. He was just 26 years old. And he had his whole life ahead of him. He sang so much, so loudly, that people knew him for his gospel singing and gospel music. He was a sharp dresser, and he kept a tight fade. Both of him and his family were from the Caribbean island of St. Lucia, and it's a beautiful, peaceful place. I was just there a few weeks ago. And a stranger shot and killed him right there in his own home. He was innocent. He didn't deserve it. He didn't threaten anyone. He didn't confront anyone. He didn't break any laws. A stranger came into his home and shot and killed him. He should be alive and well right now. For all intents and purposes, we shouldn't even know the name Botham Jean. He shouldn't be famous right now. When the roles were reversed in this case, it would be open and shut. And the only reason this case is not an open and shut case is because Botham's a black man 
and he was shot by a white woman. Reverse the roles, and both of them would have already been convicted, even with his impeccable reputation. Reverse the roles, and he's probably in prison right now. Which brings me to the audio that was just released from Amber Geiger's 911 call right after she shot Botham. I'm going to play the entire clip for you. It's about five minutes long. And her defense team leaked this audio, which is illegal, by the way, because they think it makes her look better, but I don't think it does that at all. I want you to notice a few things. You're going to notice her saying that she's going to lose her job. Let's pause for a moment. She just shot a man multiple times in his own home, and he's bleeding out on the floor in front of her. And you're going to hear her say she's going to lose her job. You're going to notice her saying that she's going to be in trouble. What you aren't going to hear is a woman who seems desperate or concerned in the least about keeping both of Jean alive. It's clear from this audio that he is not her top priority, but that her own well-being is her top priority. And I'll tell you what else is missing in this audio. Weeks after Amber Geiger murdered both of them, she said through her attorneys that she feared for her life and that he rushed her in some kind of way. Now listen, we've been hearing that lie literally for hundreds of years, and I want you to listen to this audio and see if you think that's remotely true. Listen carefully. She never mentions or even alludes to such a thing. She never even suggests that she feared for her life in any kind of way. Here's what I really think happened. I think one of two things happened. Now, several reports stated that she called the apartment management on both of them multiple times before because of his loud gospel music, and she lived right beneath them. I think after a hard day's work, she might have gone up there to confront him on purpose and shot him in some kind of rage. Or she literally did do what she said she did, and she literally walked into the wrong apartment, saw him, and shot him. But either way, her protections from being a police officer do not apply in this case. She wasn't on duty. She wasn't on call. So either way... On this date, she entered a man's home and shot and killed him, an innocent man. And I want you to hear the audio for yourself. This is Carla. We're here emergency. Hi, this is an off-duty officer. Um, can I get, I need Enos. Um, uh, I'm in number... Um, what's your address? Do you need police okay. as well or just EMS? Yes, I need both. Okay, what's the address? I'm at apartment number 1478. I'm in 1478. And what's the yes. address there? Um, it's 1210 South Lamar, 1478. Yes. I'm an off-duty officer. I thought it was in my apartment, and I shot a guy thinking that he was thinking it was my apartment. He saw someone? Yes, I thought it was my apartment. I'm fucked. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Okay, and the, where, where are you at right now? I'm in... Uh, what do you mean? I'm inside the apartment with him. Hey, come on. What's your name? I'm Amber Geiger. I need to get me... I'm, I'm in... 
Okay, okay, we have hop on the way. I know, but Hold I'm, I'm going to lose my dog. I thought it was my apartment. Okay, I'm hey, fine. Hold on. Fuck. Okay, stay with me, okay? I am. I am. I need, I need my new supervisor. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Oh, fuck. I, I thought it was my apartment. I understand. No, we, we have help on the way. I thought it was my apartment. Hurry, please. They're on their way. I mean, I, I thought it was my apartment. I thought it was my apartment. I could have sworn I parked on the third floor. Okay, I understand. No. I thought it was my apartment. 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 And the, what's the gate code there? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I need them. I thought it was my apartment. They're trying to get in there. There, We have an officer there. You don't know the gate code? No. I thought it was my apartment. I thought it was my apartment. Okay, and what, what floor are you in right now? The fourth floor. Fourth. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. They're coming. They're bud. I'm sorry, man. Okay, where was he, where was he shot? He's on the top, top left. Okay, you're with Dallas PD, right? Yes. Oh my god, I'm done. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. Hey, bud. They're trying to get there to you, okay? I know. I, I, stay with me, bud. They're almost there. They're already there. They're trying to get to you. I thought it was my apartment. I thought it was my apartment. Holy fuck. I thought it was my apartment. Oh, my God. Oh, my 
them. Okay, they're trying to get there to you. Do you hear them? Do you see them? No. No. I... I... How the fuck did I get out of there? How did I be in this one? Okay, go ahead and talk to him. No, it's me. It's, I'm off duty. I'm off duty. I thought I thought they were in my apartment. I thought this was my floor. I found that audio painful to listen to, and I have a couple of concerns here. First, several sources tell me that Amber Geiger deleted some text messages that she sent to people while she was on the phone with 911. I'd like to know who it was that she was texting and what those texts said, but she deleted them. What I hear on that audio is a woman who knows that she shot and killed an innocent man, and that woman now knows that she is in a world of trouble over it. And local news outlets in Dallas are now saying that this audio somehow exonerates her, but it really does no such thing. Under no circumstance is it allowed Is anyone allowed to just walk into someone else's home and shoot and kill them, period? But here's what I know, and today I'll close with this thought. Any justice that we ever receive in this country is justice that we must fight for ourselves. And while this should be an open and shut case, as it would be if the roles were reversed, justice is still going to be an uphill battle in this case. And we'll keep on fighting. Thank you all for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we'll be right back here every single weekday. We'll be right back here tomorrow, breaking down important news stories and issues. And we'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please share this podcast with your friends and family as well. Our next goal is to get to 100,000 subscribers. Right now, we're right about 50,000 subscribers, and we're just not going to get there without you. Have you left a review yet? On Apple Podcasts, we now have nearly 5,000 five-star reviews, but we still want to hear from you, so please leave your best review when you get some time. Of course, thank you so much to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love and appreciate each of you so very much. If you love this podcast and you want to support our work or you want to see the show notes and transcripts for each episode, we'd love it if you consider becoming a founding member of our community. And you can do that now at thenorthstar.com. There we not only have our podcast, we have hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries from some of the leading scholars and thinkers and journalists in the world. Lastly, a shout out to our podcasting director, and senior producer Willis for his hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm, grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it.
Mm. Ba, 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 ba. At participating McDonald's.